Get it on, get it on. No choice but to get it on. Mandate, get it no. on. We, we, we can't do that. This is a podcast. So, um, I'll tell you who I hate. Who do you hate? I hope it's not you, but you gotta be honest if it is. People that point at menus. Why would I point at a menu? When they order. This sounds like we're reading a script. Why would I do that? <laughs> no, why would I... Cut to... Oh, like oh. like showing the waiter? Yeah. Oh, I want this. Yes. What? Well, maybe... Am I assuming that the waiter can't understand my language? Exactly. If you do it on the third drive trying to order something, that's fine. Or if you're if you're maybe at like a French restaurant and you don't speak French and the menu's in French and you're like, I'll have the blah, 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 blah. And you're pointing... Cock au vin? Yes. <laughs> Vin Diesel, Cock Cock, Vin right? Scully, <laughs> yeah, or Scully. Um, so if, if they're or or if you're in a foreign country, that's a legitimate reason. But the people in America, country, you know, who just it, that's their their um, their first pass at it. Like I said, if this is your third try, they're like, "What did you say? I want the carne asada." What did you say? The, you know, the carne asada that punched them in the throat. But people are doing their first try, and like at at a steak place with a with a you know white bread waiter, I'll have the fillet mignon. Mm. Like no, you don't when need I go, to when I go to point. fast food, I jump over the counter and point <laughs> up on the. I want this thing. <laughs> I happen to have a six foot ladder here. I'll have the number three. <laughs> Show the three fingers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do the opposite. I like to have my menu closed when I order. That's the international symbol of we're ready to order. It's the international symbol of being conf- of confidence and knowing what the hell you're doing. Rachel is a big foodie, and she likes to... I mean, I believe she literally reads everything on every menu. Even, like, if the third thing down is like, that's what I'm getting, she keeps going. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and you know, we'll be talking, and she'll sit there with her menu open. And there are times I'll be like... You know what you're getting, right? Like, close your menu. Because the waiter's right. not coming back until he sees that symbol. Yeah, the people... My mom does it all the time. Although she does it a lot at... The pointing? Yeah. She does a lot at Mexican restaurants. And the waiter's Mexican, but they're not like, I just arrived here Mexican. You know, it, Plus, your mom's probably eaten a Mexican enough to know right. how to pronounce the stuff, sort of. We right? did... I think we might have scarred her, though, when we were kids. We gave her a really bad time about her... Um, Attempts at pronunciation, mm. so she could be scarred and and to the point where she's not ready to just say, "I'll have the taco." Your dad should order for her. <laughs> How do you feel about the men ordering for the women? No, I, I'm anti. Really? It may, if I was a waiter and I came to your table and you're like, "I'll have the steak," the lady will have the salmon. I'd be like, "The lady's obviously retarded." I mean, <laughs> like, why is it? Why would not, you order salmon at a restaurant? Why <laughs> is she not ordering for herself? She's obviously, you know. Mute? Down syndrome or mute. Yeah, something. That's what I would think. I just Rachel, started, I think we just Rachel, started watching season one of Mad Men, so I feel like maybe uh, part of it is that. I don't know. No. Yeah, it just... And plus, it feels like a dick. It feels like a like a domestic abuser mute move. Mm, I, no, I get what you're you know? saying. I, I want to say that Amanda... I'll have the... Shut up! You'll have the chicken! You know? <laughs> uh, I want to say that Amanda has maybe asked me to do that before. Like, you know what I like. Just order for me kind of thing. But, like... And then she goes off to the, the powder room, you know, drop a deuce. Or or <laughs> she's <trace>. like or, <laughs> or she's sitting you don't want to know. or she's sitting right there and says, Go ahead and order for me. Uh like I, I could be wrong, but she doesn't listen to the podcast, so it won't matter. No, yeah. Uh I feel like she has said, even if she's sitting there, 
She'd be like, and is yeah, this maybe, is this know. at a place where you get individual entree, or is it like sushi? It would, it would be at a, yeah, it would be at a place where we have yeah, it'd be like at sushi for okay. sure. Yeah, that, and a I place that, where we have gone before. Not I a do new that place. too with yeah. sushi or Chinese food, right? I a lot or of times family style, and a lot yeah, and a lot of times with you with a group like oh everyone pick an entree. I'm like ah uh, you know you you know what I like just order whatever. Right. I don't care. I right. I honestly don't care. But like to be at you know I don't know. Ruth Chris, are you some place where like I'll have the filet and the lady will have the pork or whatever? Yeah. You know, like no. Yeah, that seems just it seems domestic abusey. No, I, I definitely get that. But... Or it seems like blowhardy. I mean, why can't she order for herself? Maybe I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want her to be using her mouth for that. She's got other things to use her mouth for. Blowing bubbles, indeed. Right? <laughs> bubbles loves it. They're immune. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a quick podcast. Thank you, thank you. We should um, mention that the Scotch fuel from last week's episode is yes, carried over. This is recording on March tenth, eleventh, eleventh, and uh, the bottle is about half empty. Yep, also half full. Half. <laughs> I feel like I'd be the one to say it's half empty, and you'd be the one to say it's half full. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I know you're right. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay, that's the scotch. Um, I uh, was thinking the other day, which sometimes gets me into trouble. Never good. And I thought, I, I, I don't know how you feel. It's been a few weeks since we've been doing, since we recorded. I've been Not, traveling. And I hear the contempt in your voice. Yeah, it is. I, I hate being, you being far away from me. Sorry. And... Uh, in that time, there's been kind of a phenomenon that has existed in the entertainment world and over into spilled over into the social media world. And you already Please know what I'm going to say. Please tell me you're not going to say Charlie Sheen. I am going to say Char- Charlie Sheen. I don't care about Charlie Sheen. Okay. Let's talk about it, though. Thank you. Uh, all right, that's a podcast. It's six minutes. I know. Uh, I don't want to get into. I don't. I really don't care. Yeah, about next getting, topic. <laughs> I really don't care about getting into like what he's doing and how he's living all that stuff. It, it sparked me into thinking about um, celebrity death pools. Ooh, okay. Because he seems like he's I've got probably, twenty bucks on Abe Vigoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I was thinking. Like, it's been a while since we've done any kind of draft, which we had done a lot in the past. Yeah. So, I'm thinking maybe in the future we should do a celebrity death pool, mm. allow us to bring on a guest or two mm-hmm. to participate as well. Definitely. And I'm thinking, now, I don't, I've, ne- I've never done it. I know people who have done it. I haven't really done the research and talking to them. But I feel like there's got to be some way in which, like, maybe there's a certain point total and each person's worth a certain amount of points or something. But I feel like the younger people right. should be, like, it should be easier to get younger people, right? Like, right. It, it's much more likely that... You get one point for Betty White, and you get 50 for Justin Bieber. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, I was looking around and, like, finding a list of people. It was actually what sparked my Jack Kevorkian question on uh, oh. trivia this week. Which, oh, God, I was so sure it was Wisconsin. You know, there were a lot of people that thought it was like Oregon or Washington. My dad I don't know why said all Washington. People thought it was and I was the like, no, Pacific no, no, Northwest. It's a Great Lakes place. I think like people think that Pacific Northwest people are pretty messed up. The question was, where was he tried for murder? Yeah. Or, and yeah. yeah, where was yeah, and like where did he go to prison? And everything. Right, it was all in Michigan. 
Um, but I was just looking at a list of like people who would be on it. Which people live in Michigan. You're doing them a favor. Seriously. Um, both young and old. Betty White, Kirk Douglas, Nancy Reagan, Michael Douglas. Mm. Uh, Sheen. Kevorkian himself. Andy Dick's gotta be on there. Yeah. Seriously. And the, but then like younger people. Like whoever had... Lohan. Lohan. Yeah. Whoever yeah. had uh, Brittany Murphy oh, cashed yeah. in big time. But there's got to be other like uh, who's the Amy Winehouse? Yeah, people like that. I think I feel like Winehouse and Andy Dick are really fucking people over on these bets. They're probably oh, like, oh, these train wrecks—they're going any right, minute now, right. and they're like, you know, five, ten years on. I feel like this would make me watch like Celebrity Rehab or Doctor Drew, whatever. More. Mm. It should you make know? you watch like Entertainment Tonight or something Maybe. more. Because uh, it makes me think of like Janice Dickinson. Or, um, who's the other person that I was just thinking of that's in that kind of same vein? Um, I don't know, just people that are kind of like, oh, Tom Sizemore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guys like that that just seem like their time is not that far away. Right. Do you think this would be something that we could logistically do? Like, yeah, but how does the, how do, I mean, are we going to actually like make monetary? I don't know if we're going to put that? monetary. I mean, we or haven't done like, that yet our, for the podcast. Fun we've, drafts. we've, we've. We've either had drafts that were for nothing, or you had to sing "My Heart Will Go On" that one time. Uh, I got to sing. You got sorry. Go we got to hear you sing it exactly. Um, Ugh. By the but, way, I recently got back from Vegas, and Celine is returning to Caesars to do a show. Ugh. Lots of ads for it. That C is everywhere, <laughs> and it's unnecessary. Um, maybe she should be on there. Death Watch? Yeah. Uh, we should be so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> What's she going to die from? Hasselhoff. How about that? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a great one. Yeah. See, I feel like this is what we got to do. For the next time we record, mm-hmm. we got to come, we each have to come up with lists. We got to get a couple people who are in, I feel like Zach might be into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Perez would be into it. Sartor maybe? Yeah, definitely. You think Sartor? Okay. So I'll sign her up right now. Yeah. She'll be there. All right. Sartor. Maybe we'll, we'll fly her up. There you go. With the, awesome. the That's a Podcast budget. <laughs> we'll send the That's a Podcast jet. <laughs> okay. Which is good. a uh, 2000 CRV. Um, you're going to hate this because I have another couple things that are Charlie Sheen-esque, but you're going to deal with it. Well, okay. Let me say this. I didn't care about Charlie Sheen six months ago, and so the shenanigans and whatnot, I, I don't want to say I'm a prude, but... I feel like when celebrities like Lohan or whatever take this kind of, I'm crazy. But no one, the turn, thing is, no I, one's gone as far as he's going. But I just, that's what's intriguing about I think it. They I think. have, haven't they? Not where it's like I'm signing up for Twitter and two million people are following me within two days. And well, but I'm Twitter didn't exist two years like, ago. You know, he broadcast himself like right. in his house. Who wants it to watch like that? One, it felt like one of those terrorist videos where you did, like, did you watch it? Any moment, I watched like two minutes of it. I felt like he was going to chop somebody's head off. You know those, like, Al Jazeera things right, where they have yeah. the guy? and That's what it felt like. I he produced was, those. Like, okay. You do a great job. Um, the lighting. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm the Bruce Valanche of terrorist videos. <laughs> it, it just... It, I don't know. It's, it's... I didn't care about him six months ago or a month ago. Well, no, I I've never watched his show. I mean, I've watched, like, a few minutes of his show, and it's crap. It's right. absolute crap. I write, I write people off. I write celebrities off. Lohan, yeah. I loved Mean Girls. 
Uh, I enjoyed Herbie because as a kid I liked the, okay. the Herbie movies. And then she gets all crazy, goes she's fake still, lesbian. She kind of loses her boobs, and I'm like, nope, done, Lohan. She's still decent to look at, but I'd rather... I'm, 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 I'm much more on the Kim Kardashian bandwagon who's not going to, you know... Oh, yeah. In but terms there's, of... I don't know she, anything I guess she has her. more talent than Kardashian in terms of, like, acting or whatever, but... Yeah. Kardashian's hot. I really don't <laughs> want to... I really don't want to like her. It's true. And the two other ones... Oh, yeah. Well, may- maybe she's really not that hot. It's just she's near her sisters, and it makes her look hotter. <laughs> she's a seven, but the sisters are a two, so she's okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I was I was driving home the other day. I may have posted this somewhere, but uh, I, they were they were talking about this. You mean website. like on a bulletin board? Yes. Okay. Uh, like on a light pole. Hmm. Um, they were talking about this website that has uh, fa- like quotes. And some of them are from Charlie Sheen and some of them are not. And you have to guess who they're from. Mm. Do you remember this? I think you did post this, yeah. Are you familiar with The Ultimate Warrior? Nope. Okay, The Ultimate Warrior was my favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. Okay. Super roided up. He was, uh, he wore like, kind of like green, he had like green and, uh, here's a picture of him on my thing. Gay. Like green and pink kind of tights. He looks like, like a... Daryl Hall wearing a, a wearing a singlet, but like he he would he would be losing at some point, and then all of a sudden he'd get up, and people would just start the person would be hitting him, and he'd just be totally impervious to it. Now this is just part of his shtick, obviously. And what? And then he'd grab one of the ropes, the top rope, and just start like shaking it violently, like he was hulking up or like he was going into like warrior mode. And they would just keep hitting him, and he'd be like, all of a sudden, he couldn't be damaged at all, and he'd go crazy. It was hilarious. I was a kid. I loved it. So anyway, Ultimate Warrior. You did attend a Royal Rumble in I person. did. Yeah. Royal Rumble with Dad, yeah. if you forget. And Phil. Um, so anyway, no, Phil wasn't there. Oh, I thought he was. No. no. Um, anyway, there... Um, I wish Phil listened to the podcast. That'd be great. <laughs> Anyways. Um... Anyway, the Ultimate Warrior gave these hilarious promos where he would just like spout all this random garbage. It wasn't like, it wasn't necessarily like, I'm going to kick your ass kind of stuff. It was more like erudite type comments. It was really strange. Well, like, I need an example. Well, I'll give you some examples because <laughs> duck confit can't be beat. I mean, like, what is, <laughs> what is he yelling? Well, here, okay, here is, it's true though, duck confit cannot be beat. <laughs> here is, um, the quiz, okay? And I'm going to read a number of quotes, and you have to tell me if they came from Charlie Sheen or okay. The Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Okay? You would think very different people. Now, are these just Charlie Sheen quotes in the last week or whatever, or... No, like... Oh, all ever. time. Yeah. Okay. So it's not Let just me... his tiger blood Vatican ninja, whatever. Yeah, I, there there aren't... Well, you'll recognize... I think you may recognize some, because he's also talked about... Um, Besides just Tiger Blood, he's also mentioned... He's got, like, a couple um, other little, like, random things that he talks about now that... Like, little sayings that he, you know, goes into. Winning. Um, Yeah, well... Or a speech about, like, AI had to make out with Jennifer Grey and uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. That's probably going to be Ultimate War. Probably. Okay. Um, If Jeffrey Jones is the Ultimate Warrior. You're going to mark these down, okay? All right. Well, actually, how many? Wait, no, should I make a? Should I Let's do see, like one, a two, heart three, bid, four, you know? five, six, 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. This podcast brought to you by the number 18. <laughs> How many am I going to get right? I'm not feeling too confident in this, so I'm going to say 10. Okay. I'm going to bid 10. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Actually, will you number 1 to sure. 18? All right. You ready for number 1? I'm still numbering. Yeah, give it to me. I will look at you, and you will realize then that I have come to do no one no harm. Ultimate War. Okay, number one. I should write down two Ultimate Wait, are you going to tell me yes or no? Oh, I guess I can just do that. That is correct, Ultimate Warrior. So I'm one for one. Why, why did I number one to 18? Just so we can keep track. Of my Don't worry about Keep it. a tally. Don't I'm, I'm worried. Number two. If you love with violence, and you hate with violence, there's nothing that can be questioned. Ultimate Warrior. Charlie Sheen. <sighs> see, I don't see him as a very violent person. I'm going to hang on to them, and they're going to fuel my attack. And they're going to fuel the battle cry of my deadly and dangerous and secret and silent soldiers, because they're all around you. Sheen. That is Sheen. <laughs> I think he's referring to his kids or something. Maybe. I don't know. All the money in the world can't buy what it takes to be a champion. Ooh, Tough. Sheen has lots of money, but he's not really becoming a champion or anything, whereas Ultimate Warrior is... Uh, I'm going to say Ultimate Warrior. It is. Yeah. That seemed almost too easy, but... I and Nails and all the other gnarly Narlingtons in my life that we are high priests, Vatican assassin warlocks. Boom. That's, that's Sheen. <laughs> I... I really want to know where the Vatican comes Here, in. Here's what's crazy also. Nails was actually like... A character in uh, wrestling for a while. It was mm. like this guy who... Do you remember... I'm going to nerd out for a second here. Okay. There was a character named Big Boss Man. A wrestler. And it was not... Who was like a, a cop or like a prison guard. It wasn't Vince McMahon. And Nails was like... His character was this guy who had been thrown in jail by Big Boss Man. He was coming out to kick his ass or something like that. Okay. Anyway. Clearly I have defeated this earthworm with my words. Imagine what I would have done with my fire-breathing fists. Sheen. This Sheen. Yeah. You're good. Do you remember that one or something? No. It's just, it's it's like, I never thought I'd say this phrase, but it's too weird to be, to be wrestling. <laughs> what you mean is that you know will never become famous, but in your dreams, when you fantasize that you might one day... You would want to have the confidence and belief in the staying power and value of your product like I do mine. I'm going to go Sheen. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I wanted to say Ultimate Warrior. So that's an example of random ass stuff that yeah. Warrior... What number uh, was that? He was talking about his action figures. Uh, <laughs> of course. Next. That was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. I'm five for seven. Don't have an orgasm on me, honey. Save it for later. All right. But read the next quote. <laughs> um, you know, I know Sheen lives with a couple of Playboy bunnies or whatever, but um, I feel like it's too obvious. I'm going to go Ultimate Warrior. It is Ultimate Warrior. Yes. It's surprising that Ultimate Warrior, like especially how long ago that was, would say orgasm. Yeah. Like who is he talking to about having an orgasm? No, but I no, that makes sense though. I feel like in the old days, it'd be like, don't have an orgasm with your lady bits. And now Sheen would be like, you know, uh, okay. don't come, bitch. Or, uh, okay. you know, I something gotcha. more vulgar. You. Yeah. I embarrassed him in front of his children and the world by healing at a pace that his unevolved mind cannot process. Warrior. Sheen. What? Yeah. Who's he talking about? He's talking about Three and a Half Men creator... 
two and a half men creator, Chuck Lorre. Mm, okay. Like he was on, he needed to go to rehab or was messed right. up. And came oh, out. that's the healing. Do your own damage control. I've no ear for your begging anymore. Only if you were on fire would I help you. It'd just be too hard to resist pissing on you. They're hard. That's hard. Uh, I feel, I mean, obviously it's aggressive, so you want to say wrestling, but I feel that's a sheen one. There's one word in that that's a giveaway. What? Pissing? I've no ear for your begging anymore. That's Vintage Warrior. Well, who knows? Like, Charlie Sheen, you know, like, the kind of person that would say that, I've no ear for your, you know, that's not Charlie Sheen. That's a gentleman's words. That was about Vince McMahon. Hmm. It's the work of sissies. The only thing I'm addicted to is winning. Oh, it's gotta be Sheen. It is Sheen. Yeah. He's talking about Alcoholics Anonymous. That is for sissies. If I bring up Who wants to not drink? (laughs) If I bring up these turds, these losers... There's no reason to then bring them back into the fold because I have real fame. They have nothing. They have zero. Hmm. This is a tough one, too. I feel like turds is kind of like a lame word. Like, maybe that's going to be an 80s wrestling quote, but then I feel like the I'm famous and they're nothing. It could be Sheen talking about, you know, Ducky and arguments for whoever both. else is on that show. Read it. Read, I need to hear it again. If I bring up these turds, these losers... There's no reason to then bring them back into the fold because I have real fame. They have nothing. They have zero. Sheen, you're right. Yeah. Do you know who he's talking about? John Cryer. Women he slept with. Oh, Christ. <laughs> he's the worst. Way to burn your bridges, Seriously. Jazz. You're not, not going to have got that, uh, that hookup again later. This contaminated little maggot can't handle my power and can't handle the truth. Sheen. It is Sheen. Is he talking about? You're doing his, very well. Is this he talking is, about his this producer? One say, oh, okay. Probably. It's a rebirth of a madness. On that day, the skies are going to open, the seas are going to part, and the ground will shake with a thunder the world over. Ultimate Warrior. Talking about the next WrestleMania. Mm. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Quite a profit. Totally. By the way, I just hit my ten. Nice, dude. I think when I did, it, I got like four. Wow. I did. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, clearly. You can kill me, but you do not have the right to judge me. I have closed my eyes, and in a nanosecond, I cured myself. Ooh. I was going to go with warrior, because the you could kill me, but I'm stronger thing, but uh, the healed myself makes me think of the other Sheen quote about rehab and whatnot. That's tough. I'm going to go... I'm going to go warrior. There's Sheen. Oh! Here's the key. God damn you, Charlie Sheen! A term that's used more now than was back then... Nanosecond. Mm, the whole true. nano thing really, like, if you said nano something back then, I would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. In the 80s, we had no idea. Uh, three more? Quicker than a second. There's I'm dealing with fools and trolls. I'm dealing with soft targets, and it's just strafing runs in my underwear before my first cup of coffee. That's too wacky. That's not coke fueled. That's <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. That's Sheen. No! It's Sheen, baby! No! What? No. Your jaw would hit the floor if I revealed the identity of the corporate and mainstream bigwigs and hotshots who write me in secrecy, privately cheering me on, sweating and panting at the thought of just once having the balls to tell the ones they work with, and even the ones they have to live with, that they don't give a fuck what they think. Sheen. Ultimate Warrior! People in the 80s didn't F-bomb? It's from his blog, apparently. (laughs) What is he, like, 60 now? Last one. My grandkids drew a picture of an elephant. (laughs) I put it on my live journal. 
Last one. Are you still at 10? So you've met your quota. Yeah. Let's well, see if you've I, met I, your quota. I don't want to sandbag myself. Mm. The family that I live for only breathes the air that smells of combat. Take your time. Warrior. Correct. Yay! 11. You got your 11. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah. I think that's kind of fun. I, I like the Ultimate Warrior more than I like Sheen. But. You know what makes me sad about Sheen? I love Martin Sheen. Mm. Yeah, you do. Because of West Wing. Yeah. And I love Emilio Estevez. Because of ducks. Yeah. And young guns. And marrying Paula Abdul. They married? Yeah. Oh. In her song... Please, continue. In her song, Will You Marry Me Boy, off Spellbound, that was to Emily Estevez. Spellbound was her second album? After Forever Girl? Technically, it was her third album. Because she released a remix, remix album. album. Yeah, but it was her second album. But it was her second studio album. Yeah. And everyone got it from BMG or Columbia House. <laughs> of course. And <laughs> everyone listened to it and it went... Or The Warehouse. Ugh, not good. No, I like Spellbound. No. After, yeah. But Forever Your Girl... Not as good as Forever Your Girl. Forever Your Girl right. had five or six quality songs. <laughs> okay. Spellbound had Rush this Rush. This podcast is going from... Ultimate Warrior and Charlie Sheen to dissecting Paula Abdul albums. That's tremendous. It's a crazy celebrity podcast. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, I guess there's both Sheen and Paula Abdul a little bit, little bit nuts, though. Right. Um, you're right. Forever Your Girl, like, much more solid beginning to end. Yeah. Um, there's definitely more songs in Spellbound that I would skip. But there's all... I mean, Rush Rush is a great song. Mm, but it's... Do, you don't even think about saying that's not true. I'm not saying it's not like... Good song, but is Rush Rush better than any of the hits from Forever Your Girl? Is Rush Rush better than yes. Straight Up? Is Rush Rush yeah, better than Forever Your Girl? Is Rush I Rush would say it's not better, better than Cold Hearted Snake? Well, okay, Cold Hearted Snake it has a special category because of the video and how like hot it was at the time. I know, I need to drink more. You're snacks. not drinking. You need to drink before you defend <laughs> okay. Spellbound. He, here's... Here. <laughs> I'm gonna like list the awesome. The, I'm like gonna like what other than Rush Rush? What do I know from Spell? Promise Out? of a New Day. How does that go? It was the one. Don't try to do that. No, but I. No, it was I, the one. Where, I honestly don't know. It was the one where in the music video she makes herself look skinny by stretching it. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I have it. The only one I remember was uh, Rush Rush because of Keanu, and I confused that in my memory with scenes from the movie A Walk in the Clouds. Huh. Um, here you go. Is this on your iPod? Remember this? Nope. Early 90s? Is that what we're talking about? 91, I think. You could have said yes. Nothing. I would like to point out that you're lip syncing. <laughs> you cannot prove that. I feel it's my duty to the listener to point um, out your lip syncing. Blowing I, kisses in the wind? Uh, nope. Nothing. Let me fast forward this one. Nope. Alright. I, you know, you know, okay, I will admit that this album is not nearly as good as Forever Your Girl. I'll, but I will put Rush Rush up with any of the song. Okay. Here's, here's how it goes. No. Top songs, top three songs. Forever Your Girl, 
Opposites Attract, Ooh, yeah. Rush Rush. Those are the top three. They're above Straight Up. What? They're, they're above Straight Up. What? They're above Straight Up. What? <laughs> Even if I wasn't... This is what happens when we don't talk about sports on podcasts. We get into this. Even if I didn't have a belly full of scotch. Do you have uh, Forever Your Girl somewhere in there so we can look at some other no. track listing? You're pointing at my CD collection. I know, I know. I'm um, pointing at the menu. Yeah. Um, um, I'll have a Forever Your Girl, please. dare you. <laughs> the karaoke menu. No, uh, there's no way Rush Rush beats anything that was a hit single off. Dude, Rush Girl. Rush is a great song. Here's the thing. Though. Also, video with Keanu Reeves. Tremendous. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Um, Keanu Reeves is a joke, but he's been in some great stuff. Matrix, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. You, speed. That, you're done. You're Speed, yeah. you got three. You're done. Walk in the Clouds. He, he can be in... 30, Walk in the Clouds was on TNT the other day. He can be in like 30 crappy movies. He's been in those three, like, super awesome he ones. He can be? Whatever. He has been. I bet he has a better... They were doing this on BS Report. Uh, Nick Cage. Whoa. Who has a better percentage of great movies, Nick Cage or Keanu Reeves? Ooh, Keanu Wait, Reeves. Without a doubt. Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you know, Robert De Niro hasn't made a great movie in a while. He's made a lot of Ooh. crap-ass movies lately. Yes. So, I never saw... Not Reeves. that Keanu Reeves is, you know... No. I never Bobby. saw Raising Arizona... Um, or leaving Las Vegas? Nope, never saw yeah, it. Me neither. Um, yeah. So, but I think Nicholas Cage is just the worst Terrible. actor. The only thing I can sit through that he was in is is Face Off. Con Air. No, I kind of like. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen. Buscemi give me Cringe. back the bunny. Yeah, <laughs> pretty terrible. Put the bunny eight, in the eight, box. Eight millimeter. No, I know God. you like your snuff films. I do enjoy a good snuff film. How about I never saw Snake Eyes. I feel like I did. It was like boxing. Was the background? I don't know. And uh, Gary Sinise. Yeah, I feel like I saw that because it was directed by Brian De Palma, I think. Mm. And I think this is when I took a film class at UCSD. And Ooh. the the opening scene is like must 20, have been freshman year. Yeah, twenty. Shut up. <laughs> One of my freshman years, and it was the opening scene is like twenty minutes of single right. camera or something. Right. Yeah, it wasn't good though. Nicholas Cage is just horrible. Game next, Paul Abdul. Yeah. The, the top three songs are Rush, Rush, Opposite... Not in that order, but Rush, Rush, Opposite Attract, Forever Your Girl. Okay? Straight Up's a little bit lower. And no. Cold Hearted Snake, a little bit lower, too. No. It just gets bonus points for the sexy video. Rush, Rush maybe is too slow. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you dance with some girl in junior high to Rush, Rush? Probably. But, you, but I mean, but oh, you don't have, like, it. some fond memory no. of that song? No. Not like I do for, like... How could you pick Rush Everything Rush? I do, I do it for you, yeah. and uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And oh, I know. You know what the worst was? Under the Bridge. Because it starts slow, yeah. and you can slow dance to it, but then it gets fast, and you're like, uh, am I still supposed to be slow dancing to this, or am I start to, should I like, break away? Here's and... the time where I go outside and smoke. Okay. <laughs> At the seventh grade You and dance. Nick go outside and light the... Yeah. That was just random. Okay, I was like, was he a smoker? No, I don't know. <laughs> just throw out a random junior high name. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You're welcome. No, Rush Rush, no. I think Straight Up, and I think, what was the other one? Cold Heart Snake, both better than Rush Rush. Two slow ballady. We, when, when the podcast's over, we'll stop and we'll listen to them. And, oh, and you <laughs> bet your ass we will. <laughs> and we'll uh, read I think it. in the early 90s, I was more of a Mariah Carey guy than a mm, Paul I think Abdul definitely guy. So, there. I'm sure Mariah's got ballads. Love takes time. Reduce me to tears every time. 
Um, I'm sure you are kind of a bitch. But. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm sure there's some ballads there that I would think are like good songs, but Rush Rush. Ugh. Rush Rush is great. No. Okay. Rush Rush, Rush Limbaugh Limbaugh. Final thing. Okay. Getting back to uh, the the Sheen for a moment. To Marty? Do, to do something we haven't done in a while. President Bartlett? Oh, no. It's going to be a roommate best man boss with... Martin, Emilio, and Charlie? No. Oh, it should be. It's it's a train wreck roommate best man boss. Oh, Christ. See if you can guess them. Charlie Sheen? Uh-huh. Uh, Lohan? No. They're all dudes. Okay. What? I can't have a progressive woman best man? Oh, I, you meant Michael Lohan? <laughs> uh, train wreck dudes. Andy Dick? No, that's a good one, though. Russell Brand? No. Older. Ian McKellen? <laughs> Martin Sheen. Wait, you said Charlie Sheen. I'm sorry. Charlie Sheen. Okay. Gary Busey. Oh, yes. Nick Nolte. <laughs> Roommate, best man, boss. Those are your three train wrecks. Oh, Christ. What am I going to pick? Well, my first... My instinct is to pick roommate first because that's the one you're around mm-hmm. every day. Okay. Um, you've seen the uh, Celebrity Apprentice previews, right? Uh, maybe. With Meatloaf? Nope. Oh, dude. It's like the greatest moment in television history where he's being restrained by like three guys as he's yelling at Gary Busey. And he says, you're going to be in the hospital in about four minutes. Nice. The idea of Meatloaf and Gary Busey fighting. Yeah. That almost brings me to tears. My most recent Gary Busey memory is on Conan, on the TBS Conan show. They would do mm-hmm. a thing where the Conan blimp was following Gary Busey, and he was, like, shaking his fist at it. It was really Gary Busey? Yeah. Do you watch Conan on TBS at all? I've, like, watched one. I occasionally do, because we get the East Coast um, TBS oh, feed. Nice. So Conan comes on, like, eight. Oh, that's great. Yeah. For us old people, it is. Well, Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, like, make a point to watch it, but if I'm flipping around TV... And it's not like I couldn't record it and watch it. I just don't. Do you remember... I mean, obviously you do. Our freshman year of college. (laughs) A little hazy. All the chili has made it a little hazy. (laughs) Sorry. All the butt-fucking? That's what I was talking about. Um, When we watch Conan, like, every night. Uh, Mm -hmm. So great. And 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 who's the boss every day? Shh. (laughs) What? No. I'm not ashamed of who's the boss. You should be ashamed of your dismal I'm not either. But not of the who's the boss. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Conan, though, I mean, that was, what, 1997, 98? Uh-huh. And we we watched it, like, every night. And it was great. And, it was great. And I just finished reading On our, like, 17-inch television. No, it was, like, 11-inch. It was... <laughs> this computer monitor is bigger oh, than our television. way bigger. Way bigger. And yet we laid and in we our put beds it in the corner halfway yeah. across the yeah, room. We did. Yeah, we yeah. uh, Separate beds. Um, <laughs> most nights. Um, Except when we pushed them together. Yeah. Um, I just finished reading the, the War for Late Night, the book about Leno Conan okay. thing, and it talks about how So you're Conan, reading books again, huh? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> There's a lot of pictures. It talks about how Conan gained popularity in the early 2000s and, and 2005 when they made that deal, like, you know, five years from now, Leno will quit, you'll do the right. Tonight Show. And, I, and I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, blah, 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 but I'm like, wait, Joe and I loved Conan a good... You know, four or five years before they anointed him, you know, this is the future and stuff. And it felt like 
Conan, it felt like we liked him and no one else did. Like the network or, you know, mainstream did not I'll get to Conan. that. We made Conan who he is. He, when, uh, back when Bush was having Sehi, or was it Clinton? Was Clinton having was having Sehi with the uh, Mexican people. That was great. Anyways, um, I'm just And the man with bulletproof legs, wasn't that back then? Yeah. And he kept getting shot in his legs. And where the robot would um, shit out the guests on Tomorrow Night Show in Morse code. <laughs> I mean... And Pimpbot. Pimpbot Pimp 5000. Yeah, yeah we, we were there. We were there. The early days of um, Triumph, the insult mm. comic dog, before it was fucked out, you know? It was what? Fucked out. Oh, okay. Uh, roommate, best man, boss. Yeah, you're really avoiding the, the uh, decision you have to make. Christ. Here. You know... Two weeks ago, I would have said Sheen for the roommate, but now I don't know. He would probably be bringing porn stars with him. Truth. Am but I still... Also, two kids. Ooh, Although they've uh... probably been taken away. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope. It, once he lives with you, they'll be taken away. Yeah. They'll be like, he can live with porn stars, but Jacob? <laughs> no. That's not an environment no, no, for no, children. No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Chris Hansen's right around my corner. <laughs> um, I saw him as I pulled in. Am I... <laughs> Thank you. And then I pulled out. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte, though I could, we could just stay up late doing each other's hair, talking about I Love Trouble. I mean, you know, that was the worst movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, God. do you know who I saw that movie with? Who? I was a freaking third wheel in that movie with Robert and May. <laughs> I feel like I saw it. God, that was the worst. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. It was so horrible. I feel, and I'm uh. sure, I'm sure two weeks from tonight when she hears this, she'll uh, message uh. me, but I feel like I might have seen it with Alex. Or like Alex and uh. Mimi or something. Yeah. How the hell did I, I feel like I was like, the, I felt like I was like their chaperone. You know what the sad part is? We're, both of us saw that movie in the theater. <laughs> Seriously. We both paid, you know, four fifty or whatever it was 12 years ago uh, to see a movie to see Out of Trouble. 12 years ago? There's Julia no Roberts? That was 99, dude. Okay. 12 years ago was 99. Okay. Shut up. 17 years ago? <sighs> Fucking old. Dude, I'm 32. Dude, you are 32. I've had a driver's license half my life. <laughs> yeah, that's how, I was talking to Amanda about that. There are kids in high school. That are half our age. Uh, yeah. Jail, too. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Um, when I was a kid, 32 was like, I used to, you know, you go to the mall, there'd be like a BMW and those little, like, enter to win this car and fill them out and ask for your age and occupation and whatever. I would always write 32, architect, and fill it out. Really? You know, as 10-year-old. Were you George Costanza? Exactly. <laughs> I would fill it out. And then, because, like, that's 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 a grown-up. as a 32-year-old architect who wants to win a BMW, you know, whatever. One time I got a call at my, you know, parents' house. I'm 10 years old or whatever. And this person calls and asks for Jacob Olson. My mom's like, okay, hold on, you know. And I answer the phone. And he's like, I don't know, um, you know. Hold on, he's crapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breastfeeding him now. <laughs> um... It was a, it was like an investment bank. It was something like blah blah blah, you know. And they call and they and he's talking to me about this thing, and I'm like, no, I'm not interested, you know, because I'm ten. And he's like, are you really thirty <laughs> two? And I, yes, was like, I said, my mom answered the phone. I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, you just sound really young. And I was like, oh, thanks. Click. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, thirty-two is my. That's hilarious. that's what a grown-up is. And well, you're a grown-up now, then. Apparently, you've made it. Let me tell you some fart jokes. <laughs> so I'm. In, I'm. You still haven't been. I, I want to go back to the timestamp when I asked you this question because I'm sure it's at least ten minutes ago. Forty-five minutes. Ago. You haven't. You haven't even made one decision yet. I'm gonna pick. Oh God, I'm gonna pick. Maybe uh, you shouldn't start with roommate. Well, okay. I don't want to work for any of these people. Start with best man. I'm not going to pick Charlie Sheen for my best man. The speech would be too offensive, I would think. Okay. Um, I feel like... It would be much better from Gary Busey, who's going to pull out your endocrine system. <laughs> for some reason, I was picturing Sinise, not Busey. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So, In his wheelchair? Yeah. He ain't got no sea legs. Uh, Melina Kanakarekanakis? Is that the other chick who's in uh, CSI New York with him? Oh, yes. Yeah. What was that? What's her name again? Melina Kanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanakarekanak
Roommate, best man, boss. Okay, I'm still. I think I already said Nick Nolte, best man. I'm. I'm still. I'm sticking by that. Okay. I'm gonna BM Nick Nolte. And uh, Christ, I'm gonna work for Gary Busey because I figure it's an easy job. You know, inventing. Whatever. I mean, I feel like it'd be crazy. You know, we're gonna make, we're gonna manufacture anti-government helmets or something. Um, Are you thinking about him in uh, Black Sheep? Always. Do you remember that? Nope. The I don't think I ever saw David Spade and Farley Boy, where he like lives in this rural area in a in a motorhome or something. I'd say my my really only cinema Gary Busey reference Predator Two. Point Break? It's a weapon. Point Break? Lethal Weapon. He was Mr. Joshua. He had the lighter under his oh, arm. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. That was back when he... And he I mean, was, he was one... crazy, but he was, like, acting, not like, not like you know... Yeah, it wasn't... He was good as Mr. Joshua. Right, and he... That's the first Lethal Weapon, right? That was, yeah, that's he had the bare knuckles fight with, oh, yeah. with uh, Mel Gibson on the lawn. Mel Gibson and, and, and Gary Busey. I was just going to say, by the way, <laughs> whose career in 1987 would you uh, rather have, you know... That's no question, though. But, Gibson. Yeah. You can but see like, Rene Russo but, naked. But seriously, like, who is more hated now? Gibson. Today? Gibson. Yeah. yeah. A year from like, now? Gibson, a year ago, probably Busey. Though. Gibson is more of a punchline now, probably, than Busey. Right. But what until the, like... Mr. Uh, oh, God, I want to watch that again. Mr. Joshua, he was a great character. Uh, let's go downstairs and watch it. Done. If that's as soon as you freaking pick the rest of these things. I just did. Okay. Best Man Nolte, Boss Busey, Rooming Machine. Machine. You I figure or. life expectancy a week. Well, I mean, we'll see yeah. when we do our next podcast and we pick Celebrity Death Pool. Okay. All right? Done. All right, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. I'm going to run. I'm going to try.